Welcome back to the Commodore Insider Podcast. I'm your host, Zach Ellis of VUCommodores.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode this week. One of the bigger fan favorites in Vanderbilt women's basketball uh, recent history would certainly be Marquez Webb. She was a forward here, uh, a four-year player who her effort and tenacity on the court, uh, few could really match it during her Commodore career. She was a Montgomery, Alabama native, uh, came here uh, and was really an undersized forward uh, in a lot of ways in SEC play, but was one of the tougher competitors to come through here on West End. Now Marquez is living out her dream of playing professional basketball in the Czech Republic for Zabini Bruno, I believe I'm pronouncing that right, uh, and is really traveling the world while playing internationally. Uh, It's been fun to kind of follow her career, someone who left here and said, hey, I want to be a professional basketball player, and she's living out that dream. So we were fortunate enough to catch up with Marquez from the Czech Republic to reflect on her professional career, how she's grown a bit uh, while now playing professional basketball, looked back on her Vanderbilt career and how much she's grown there, and even got her thoughts on this this most recent Vanderbilt women's basketball team uh, that capped this 2018-19 season, really playing some great basketball towards the end of the year, won in Knoxville against Tennessee for the first time in program history, and then took a uh, top five team in Mississippi State to the fourth quarter in Starkville in a close loss there. So always fun to catch up with Marquez. She is one of the bigger Vanderbilt fans out there. You follow her on Twitter, certainly you know that during women's basketball games, she is rooting on the Commodores. So I hope you enjoy our chat with Marquez Webb, formerly of Vanderbilt women's basketball. Marquez, thanks so much for joining us. It's really great to catch up with you. I understand you're in the Czech Republic, you've been playing there since August, so this has been, I'd imagine, a, a bit of an adjustment for you, but uh, what's it been like, I guess, uh, playing uh, across the pond and just adjusting to the pro-life of professional basketball after being here at Vanderbilt? Yeah, honestly, it's, it's been an, an experience, it's been a journey. Um, like I said, I've been over here for this season since August, and then last season, um, I was over here for four months. I did half the season uh, last season. So it's weird. Like, I feel like I've been – well, I don't feel like I know. Like, I've been living in Europe for almost a year and a half now, which is crazy to think about. Um, but it, it has been a, a great experience. Not too many people get the opportunity to live, you know, in a foreign country and play basketball while doing so. So I've just been really immersing myself in their culture, just really, uh, just really trying to – you know, really give their culture a chance as opposed to just coming over here and just, you know, staying to my ways, whether that's what I'm eating or going out or just, like, trying new things that they do. So I've really um, kind of intentionally, like, putting myself out there just to get the whole package of the experience here. Mm. But I've, I've definitely enjoyed it myself. What about just adjusting to um, pro basketball? I mean, obviously in the ACC you're balancing academics and athletics. Now you can pretty much put all your focus onto the onto your game. I mean, is that good or is that a bad thing? Is it more work? How it's would you describe thing. it? It's an absolutely great thing. Um, it's just the fact that I don't have to worry about school. I don't have to worry about going to class. I don't sure. have to worry about going to a tutor. Like, I don't have to worry about so many other things that you have to being a college athlete rather than I come over here and I hoop. That's it. I wake up in the morning. I go to practice. I eat. I take a nap. I go to practice again. I watch some film. That's my schedule. Hmm. Like that. That's it. It's surrounded, like around basketball and around my craft so much. And I also think that that has something to do with too. Like my past uh, two seasons have been really, really solid seasons for me. I would say that, like these past two seasons are some of the best basketball I've played um, my entire life. 
uh, that's, you know, being in college, high school, however you want to put it, really, really impressive. And I don't know if I can credit that to me just not going to school or, you know, it just clicking at the right time for me uh, or just being in the right, you know, uh, club or the teammates. I think all of that really kind of has something to do with it. But um, I do think that college prepared me for this, though, um, especially playing in SEC because pro basketball over here is, is quite physical. Um, they don't call pretty much anything. <laughs> um, like, literally, compared to back home, like, I watch games, I'm just like, yo, that is not about because they don't call anything over here. So, yeah. definitely playing SEC and the physicality that, you know, that league has and uh, just the way that I was coached throughout my time at Vanderbilt, just as far as really growing my basketball IQ and just understanding the game of basketball so much more prepared me times infinity to be a pro for sure. Well, you alluded to this, but how have you gotten better since you've been playing pro ball? Um, I think the biggest thing I would say would be my mental approach to it. Like just mentally knowing that, okay, look, it is what it is. Just go out there and just play. I'm not going to say that I over, that I was overthinking in college, but I think I was worried about a lot of other stuff, whether that was, um, making sure my teammates were fine or just making sure that we were doing what we were supposed to be doing. Just, I didn't focus on myself that much, I would say, mentally. Um, and here, that's all I do. <laughs> that, that really is all I do, whether that's just me getting up, you know, in the morning, making sure, you know, I'm getting my, my shots in and getting uh, my reps in and just going into the game and just doing that. So I think I'm playing a lot more freely. And um, I think – this system also uh, is really good uh, for me well uh, as well. Not saying that uh, the last two systems that I played in college weren't, but it just it, it fits me now. Um, so it's played well. Uh, I've definitely expanded my game, like my outside game, just hitting a lot more jump shots. So I'm not just you know banging in the post all the time, which I love. Uh, kind of getting back to that, and uh, more of a face-up game as well. And I think defensively, I've grown tremendously uh, being one of uh, our defensive anchors uh, over here because over here they don't call charges. So I don't take any as opposed <laughs> to, you know, in college, that was kind of my thing. Um, I learned quickly they don't call charges over here. So I'm okay. Uh, so just making sure that I'm in my defensive rotations and just, you know, being there or whatnot. But I think that also speaks to me growing my IQ and understanding that as well. What about just the the concept of living in, in Europe? I mean, th- this is uh, something that's got to be a little bit different for you to imagine. But what's your favorite part of being over there? The food, the culture? How would you describe it? My favorite part of living in Europe? I would say just the overall travel, like, just the fact that I'm over here. I know that sounds cliche, but like just the fact that I could be over here. Um, the food is good. The, the food is uh, very good. It's better than I expected because I'm a picky eater, according to my mother. Um, <laughs> so the, the, the food is good. Uh, the weather is nice. Uh, it snowed a lot here, which, you know, obviously I'm not, I'm from Alabama. It didn't snow a lot. And it didn't snow a lot in Nashville either. So that was just really cool to experience. And I mean, Jack, since... August. I've been to 10 different countries wow. in a matter of not even a year. Like, yeah, I've awesome. kept a list. Like, it's, it's crazy. So just being able to travel so much and then traveling in Europe is easy. Like, because, you know, back home, it's like going from Alabama to Georgia or Alabama to Tennessee. It's a state. Here, it's like, okay, if I go from Czech Republic to Hungary, Czech Republic to Austria, I'm, I'm entering another country. You know what I'm saying? So um, with the team that we had this year in our club, we traveled a whole bunch. Uh, I actually just got back from Russia on Monday. That was an experience. Wow. So, um, yeah, just just the traveling experience. Like I said, I mean, stuff that 
not a lot of people get to say they did. Like, how many people get to say I traveled 10 countries in a year? Like, that's crazy. So I would say that's that's the best part of it. And then here in Bruno, Bruno's the second biggest city in the Czech Republic, Prague's the first. Um, I'm only like an hour and a half in Prague, so hmm. I get to go there, which is pretty cool. Do you get to sightsee on these trips and be a tourist, or is it all business? Um, it's a little, it, it's kind of split down the middle, you know, depending on um, our schedule and everything. But our coaches and uh, ownership and GMs and stuff, if we want to sightsee, they they will, you know, make time for it because we usually like on big trips, say like Russia, we're going, we're we'll probably you know leave or fly out depending on where we're going the day before, um, have them or whatever the case might be, and you know have time to go and sightsee or whatever the case might be. And like in Russia, we. We didn't leave the last day. We still had another night, so was able kind of to uh, see some stuff there. So it's, 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 it's we definitely get down to business. But in any free time, if you want to, you can definitely go out. You know, sightseeing, take pictures or whatever. Whenever we went to Sweden, did a lot of sightseeing in Sweden because Sweden was absolutely beautiful. So wow. Well, it seems like uh, you, even despite your, uh, your your travels and your, and your uh, a, a lot of basketball commitments during the day, you have time to still follow the Commodores here back home a little bit. Um, obviously, watching this year, I mean, the, this team under the th- third year under Stephanie White seems like they were playing a lot better at the end of the year than the beginning of the year. Obviously, uh, taking Mississippi State to the fourth quarter in Starkville and then and then winning at Tennessee. I mean, what was your takeaway of just this this season and the way that uh, the the way they were playing and kind of where this team is? especially given all the injuries they had this year. Yeah. Um, obviously, my perspective is a bit different. I'm looking, you know, from the outside in. So it is. Uh, this is just, you know, what I see from uh, playing as far as that goes. But I, I think you hit the nail on the head a little bit. What they were able to do once they got the team healthy just shows you the potential of the team. You know what I'm saying? It is really tough throughout. My years in college, we have never. Now, we've had injuries. We've had the injury bug hit. But they had a play. I don't know what you call it, what happened <laughs> um, <laughs> this season, you know, with only having five players stressed out. Like, it's, 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 that's crazy. Like, because at that point, you can't even practice. Right. Like, think about that. Like, you can't even practice. You can't get in no kind of rhythm. And then you're still having to save legs and be efficient. It's it's absolutely crazy. But um, I think it's really a testament to not only, you know, Coach White and the staff, but to those girls to be resilient. And they showed you what they could do. You know, almost beating Mississippi State at Mississippi State. That is probably right now the hardest place to play in the SEC. You know what I'm saying? And then going and making history and beating Tennessee, that is the first team ever in Vanderbilt history to do that. Like, you think about all the Americans that have come through at Vanderbilt, all the Hall of Fame, all the great players that have came through Vanderbilt and this team was the only team to win at Thompson Bowling Arena. Hmm. I, I, man, that, that that speaks volumes. Um, I, I just think that, you know, if uh, we can stay healthy, you know, throughout the offseason, throughout the summer, you know, get the new recruits in, uh, it, it, it's going to be special. It's going to be special. Uh, and like you said, they, they showed us a glimpse of that towards the end of the year. So we just got to keep improving and uh, just really – gel together, you know, because those freshmen that were there when I was a senior, they're seniors now, you know, so we, we can't um, there's no more, or this, oh, this team is young, like, you know, these, these guys, they've been playing since they were freshmen now, so they have all the experience, you know what I'm saying, in the world, so we just gotta make some things click, and um, I'm excited to see what um, the season's gonna be like next year, for sure, because they, they have pieces, and they really do, plus some extra puzzle pieces coming in with the recruiting class, so I'm excited. Well, the difference in time zones didn't prevent you from watching that Tennessee game. Tell me about that experience a little bit, because following you on Twitter, you were pretty excited. 
Yeah, so like every Thursday was my, you know, SEC women's basketball game. I watched probably, you know, four to five games every um, Thursday night. So, <laughs> and the game started probably at like one o'clock in the morning here. Maybe 12, depending on if it was an early game and a doubleheader, you know, on SEC Network. But, um, so I'm, what, six hours ahead? So, yeah, when we beat UT, it was like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and, um, like, I, I, I was in the bed and the lights were off on my computer. You know, we getting down the wire. I said, okay, I got to get up, turn the lights on. I was like, okay, like, this is, this is like, about to happen. Now, mind you, my roommate is asleep. She probably had been asleep for, like, you know, five hours by this point, like, as well as everybody else in the freaking country. So, like, I'm trying to be considerate. I am. But, that you know, I'm a very passionate person. I get excited. <laughs> sure. Next thing I knew, I was, like, screaming and all this other stuff. And it was it was crazy to watch Emily Apple, who was a manager whenever, uh, whenever we were in school there. Also, my uh, freshman roommate, she FaceTimed me because she was at the game. And so I watched the last minute on FaceTime with her. And it was actually kind of emotional for me, which is weird. Um, well, it, it, it's not weird, actually. It's not. Uh, I think all the alumni kind of felt it. You know, when you have pride and, you know, wearing that jersey and what Vanderbilt means to you, that game meant a lot to watch, for sure. Um, and I was just so happy for those girls. I mean, they made history. Like, they, they, they went and Thompson Bowling and won. So, yeah, that, that game was really special uh, for me. So, I'm, I'm really glad. Whether it was 4 o'clock in the morning or not. And then I had to get up the next morning. I had practice at, like, 10. So, it was <laughs> it was okay. I just, you know, tried to go to sleep as quickly as I could. Hey, it, it was definitely worth it. I, I would do it. Anyway, so That's a sacrifice you make as a fan, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, yes, you got to be. <laughs> well, I know we talked um, when, when you were here as a player, you know, you talked about coming from Alabama, just your experience at Vanderbilt and how it's one of those things you, you really never thought might have happened. Now that you've been out of the game for a while here, you're able to kind of look at your whole your whole time here as both a student and an athlete. Just how valuable was your experience at Vanderbilt and, and uh, for what you're doing now and what you might do going forward? Oh, wow, that's a great question. Um, I would say – that my experience and the and the value I gained from my experience is second to no other experience I've had so far. Um, outside of just growing up and like becoming the person I am, um, you know, my time at Vandy just taught me so much, man. You know, I look back at freshman year and played with one of the best leaders ever in Jasmine Lister, um, and going from there, you know, making the tournament that year and then you know, with the following years happening and then having the coaching change, you just, like, it, it, it was really, really, really good for me because I did not expect my college career to go that way. Like, I had it pictured a whole, you know what I'm saying, different way. And the fact that it the pictures look completely the same and yet to still come out of it successful, I think definitely helped me mature, uh, show some resilience and some toughness that, I knew I had, I just needed to pull it out of myself, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, my, my, my time at Vandy was great, and that's just the basketball side. You know, I, I look at the, the academic side. I mean, I have a degree from one of the top countries in the – I mean, one of the top colleges in the country. I always think about – I'll never forget, in high school, I was in, like, AP Cal, like, BC or something like that in this crazy math class because I used to be a nerd. Um, and <laughs> our valedictorian did not get accepted into Vanderbilt. 
So that that just goes to show you, like, this degree is special, and, and it means something to me. So, and just the people I met, um, you know, I mean, heck, David Williams, you know, uh, meeting him and the impact he had on my life was something I couldn't get anywhere else. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with, with, with Candace Lee. Like, meeting these people and just building relationships and bonds and just learning so much from them. No other college could have gave me that. Well, Marquez, it was great to catch up with you, and uh, thanks so much for giving us a few minutes. We'll keep following your, uh, your career over there in the Czech Republic. Good luck. For sure. Many thanks to Marquez Webb for joining the podcast. Keep an eye on VUCommodores.com as we occasionally highlight uh, our international players, including Marquez Webb over in the Czech Republic. For Marquez Webb of Vanderbilt Women's Basketball, I'm Zach Ellis of VUCommodores.com. Until next time, anchor down.